Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley, or check out the show notes of each episode. All right, guys, welcome to episode 158 of the Restoring Report podcast. We're super excited for the content we got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a podcast about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today we are going to be concluding the review that Lainey and I started in the last episode. If you did not catch that, go back and listen to it first. That would be episode 157. We started a review on a Jubilee middle ground video between Alpha and Beta self-proclaimed men. Um, really interesting video so far. We only got about four minutes into it total. Uh, but in this episode, we're going to conclude uh, our review of the alpha male perspective on the first prompts given by the Jubilee team. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. But the question is, is, is that the end point? Is being with multiple women the end point? I'm of the firm belief that it is important to position yourself as a man to have the capacity to be with as many women as you possibly can and position yourself in a way where you understand female nature, you maximize your potential as a man. And that's where I don't necessarily agree that just because there's a deeper desire to continue to do it, means it's going to be the most optimal thing for you and your own ability to thrive at the highest level and connect with okay, God. Okay, so that guy's super interesting. What, what was your initial reaction to him, babe? Mm, I probably agree with him the most. Yeah, the, this guy in the gray, the, his name's Kayan, I think. Um, he was a lot, he was speaking on a lot higher, you know, level uh, when it comes to vocabulary than the other two. The other two were kind of adopting the approach of more like uh, being relational, or not relational, relatable, um, being down to earth, so to speak. This guy was talking very, um, he was using a lot of, he was very eloquent, and his rhetoric was really good. He basically said um, there that men should have the capacity, uh, should position themselves to have the capacity to sleep with uh, as many women as they can. He didn't say that they should do that. He said that they should have the capacity, they should have the ability and the, um, the have what it takes basically to do that. Um, but then he said um, he wasn't going to say whether or not that should be a good course of action. He wasn't going to say they should do that, uh, but that they should develop in themselves the capacity to be able to um, sleep with multiple women. I, I don't like looking at it like that, though. I don't think uh, becoming powerful equates to um, you know, sleeping with a lot of people. I think that that's uh, promiscuous in a sense. I think 
that power is not necessarily related to promiscuity. Now, if you're a high-value man, I think women will be uh, more likely to um, basically enter into intimate situations with you or situations where really not they shouldn't be willing to enter intimate situations. They should be willing to um, consider you as a lifelong partner, as a marriage partner, which is obviously I think women should do that because marriage is the safest place for women to have sex. So it really, uh, it really comes back to kind of a disagreement on what he's saying there. I do agree that men should have the capacity to do good things, to do powerful things, but I don't think that power equates to sleeping with a lot of people. I think that uh, sleeping with a lot of people, you know, equates more to promiscuity. So I might differ with that th that guy a little bit there, but I do think men should be. Um, he talked about understanding female nature. All that's good, but again, that doesn't really have anything to do with sleeping with multiple partners. What do you? Are there any kind of closing thoughts you would add on that, babe? Does you, you said you agreed with him the most, more than the Kevin guy. Yeah, just because he mentioned it's not the end point. Yeah. Like even though you can do it, is that really going to bring you satisfaction in the yeah. end? Or make you happy. Yeah. And I would say I would say he had a great point there. I mean, I don't think that it does bring you satisfaction in the end. I think it's a coping mechanism. It's a way of dealing with pain. It's a way of um, uh, perhaps feeling powerful. It's a way of um, it's a way of life that ends you. But it, in the end, it ends you in a lot of really, you know, messed up situations. You can get STDs. You can, you know, become a, you know, a father with, you know, 15 children from like six different women. Uh, seven different women, eight different women. It just you just keep developing a un, more and more and more difficult life that doesn't produce uh, lasting happiness in the long run. Um, again, all of those relationships. If you're hopping from bed to bed, you're not going to get to know anybody, uh, and so your sex life is not going to be able to go past a certain point when it comes to uh, quality. Uh, you know, I would argue that the the longer you spend with somebody, the better you can make a sex life with them. The better you can make anything with them. Really, the more you spend time with somebody, the better you're going to be. Um, at doing anything with them, whether it be work or enjoyment or anything at all. So uh, again, all those things are, are, are uh, problems with the worldview that you can just hop from bed to bed without consequence and that's the highest goal you can achieve. But let's see what the next guy says. I was taught not to be with multiple women, right? right? But it's like, especially, I mean, here's the thing, especially when you're in a relationship, right? It's like, it's better to grow together with somebody yeah. than multiple people, which I totally agree. But I think in the dating terms, it's like there's nothing wrong with being multiple women uh, because I think that's just dating. It's experimenting. It's okay, I really react watch. to his term that dating is experimenting. Uh, I think friendship is experimenting and dating should be more like engagement. As I've said before, you're going to end up in a lot of heartbreak, heartbroke. You're going to break a lot of hearts, basically, if you if you adopt the approach that dating is for experimentation and basically testing the waters because dating is getting emotionally invested, getting emotionally, physically maybe involved with somebody. Um, and if you don't know that that's the person you're going to marry before that, that can lead to a lot of heartbreak. And a lot of guys think, well, I could solve that problem by just separating my emotions from my physical actions. So I can separate my emotions from my sexual um, you know, actions. And that's not the way that it works. One of my favorite marriage counselors says that sexuality is a psycho social spiritual act. It engages everything that there is uh, with your person and it basically invests that into another person. There's a bonding that happens there that you cannot really escape. And even though you might not feel um, something, you know, right after you, you know, hook up with somebody and then never talk to them again, there's, there's kind of something that you're leaving at that encounter, uh, every time you do it. And eventually you're going to get to the place where you realize, Hey, I've, I've so, um, fragmented what, what a healthy sexual, uh, relationship is. I've, I've shredded it and I've basically divided it off into these sections that it was never intended uh, to be divided into. It was supposed to remain this whole act. It was supposed to engage my emotions. It was supposed to engage my 
mind. It was supposed to engage my body. And, and here I've, I've chopped this up. I've chopped, the, chopped, chopped this sexual relationship up. And suddenly I have you know a fraction of what sexuality is intended to be. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. So that's what I would say to guys who think that they can separate their emotions from their sexual um, actions. It, it really, I don't think it's possible. But did you have any thoughts, babe, on what he said there? That um, that basically he was taught that men should not be with multiple women, and and then I gave the reason for why he was taught that. I think, and um, he said it was okay to be with multiple partners. That what do you, what do you think about that? I just think it can possibly damage your ability to bond with someone in a healthy way. Yeah. If you're just viewing sex as something like to get off to instead of like yeah. building a connection with somebody. Yeah. Because it really is. Sex is not just, I like that because it's not, it's not just about having a good time. It's one of the best bonding things that we have. So if you really want to, really, I mean, are you wanting to get the maximum of what sex, sex is intended to be or are you just wanting to have a good time? That's really what it comes down to. And a lot of guys, unfortunately, uh, a lot of these men around the table seem to be viewing sex as something that's just, you know, a means to an end, a means to having a good time. And uh, it's so much more than that. And that's not a full vision of what, what sexuality is, I would say. So moving on, though, let's see how the other guys respond to that. And hopefully uh, in the next episode, we're kind of running out of time, but hopefully in the next episode, we'll get to what the other side, the opposing argument uh, says. So far, all the boys that you're hearing around the table, all the, all the men are talking about uh, sexuality from the same perspective. They're talking about uh, re relating to women from the same perspective. In the next episode, we're going to get you the, the opinion of the opposition, uh, what they think on, on the subject. Are we naturally made to just always be with one person? It's like, if that were true, then these first thoughts of being with another woman, even though I'm in a committed relationship, would never occur, but it comes up once right. in a while. But it doesn't mean I'm acting upon it. So and you are, might be being generous about saying once in a while. Probably throws up quite a bit. Well, it depends what kind of relationship you're in, I guess, or how how good of a day it is, right? Like, but I would say for me, if it was totally natural, even though I was natured, nurtured, into only being with one woman, that these thoughts. I think you also have to. Uh, before I go, babe, did you have anything that you wanted to say on that? On this, really. on this guy, <laughs> no. yeah, he he really he really started kind of acting like that it was, um, you know, nature versus nurture, bringing that common psychological argument into it. But really, I think that um, you you a lot of people think, a lot of people think that uh, if if you're naturally intended to do something, that it's healthy, and that's not necessarily true. So I would say, are men meant to sleep with multiple women? Well, the answer to that is no, because. Uh, what happens when they do is they get more and more unhealthy, and people who sleep with one woman get more healthy. Uh, as a natural, as a as a standard, on average, guys, men who marry and settle down with one woman and only have sexual relationships with one woman are healthier physically. They have better mental health. They make more money. They're less likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. They're less likely to basically go off the rails and ruin their life. All this is true, by the way. It's uh, My statistics come from Pew Research Center and some Harvard Health Men studies that say men have really big health benefits, emotional benefits, mental benefits when they're with one woman. Uh, when they're when they're living single and doing all these crazy things with all, all kinds of different people, they don't have the stability. They don't have the grounding that marriage offers. And so I would say that men are not meant to be with multiple women because it doesn't lead to a life of fullness and happiness. It doesn't lead to a life of uh, basically success in in the sexual realm. It doesn't lead to a life of happiness. 
Um, you know, you, it, it, instead it leads to a life of consequence after consequence after consequence. So that's what I would say. That's why I would argue that men are not set up to be with multiple women. Now, the desire might be there. Their biological wiring to reproduce might be there to sleep with lots of people. But again, they're not set up to do that. They're not made to do that. They're not meant to do that because in the end, the way that leads to happiness is basically bedding down with one woman for the rest of your life. That's really what leads to the most happiness. Uh, and guys report that across the board. Um, and of course they, they do that when they're older because they've lived in both seasons. Um, so they're able to do that when they're older. But um, really, really that's something that I would, I, would, I would ask this guy. How do you think that men are meant to, I, I forget what the original prompt was, but I think it was, are men meant to sleep with multiple women? How would you say that men are meant to do that if uh, you're more unhealthy when you're doing that on average? If guys are more unhealthy when they do that on average, how are you saying that they're meant to do that? That's what I would, I would say to this guy. But uh, guys, we've really enjoyed recording this episode for you today. Um, Laney, hopefully we'll, I'll get Laney back on the show uh, a lot more in the future and get her thoughts on this. We, we really had a good time talking about this the first time. Yeah. Uh, we watched, How much did we watch of it? We watched almost like, all the way. Yeah, we, we, we almost watched the whole thing. But um, so far, we've only gotten a few minutes into it. It's amazing. Like, we've watched only about four minutes of this video, but we've already been able to talk for 20 minutes. So uh, you can talk a lot about things like, like this when you're really interested in them. And we had a really good conversation that we just kind of wanted to share. Um, and we just wanted to share part of it with you guys. Again, if you subscribe to the show, you can get the video access to this episode. You can see uh, what we're seeing when we react, we react to these videos. So consider that if you want to support the show. You can also reach out and send us a voice message um, giving your thoughts on the episode or um, if something you disagreed with that we said or that the men said. Uh, reach out and let us know which, what that was through the link in the show notes. You can send us a personalized audio voice message for free makes the podcasting system two-way we get to hear you instead of you just hearing us and you can also follow the restoring report podcast on instagram and facebook if you're interested in the content we post so thank you guys so much for listening today and we will talk to you next time